0: of the Rock Club Podcast with... uh, Who do we have in the studio today? None other than Point Blank. Welcome to the studio today, guys. How are y'all doing? Pretty good. Yeah, doing well. Awesome. Good. Good. Well, we have three-fifths of the band here today. We had two people out sick. Unfortunately, it's that time of year where everyone's getting colds, and you know we had a few people in yesterday that had colds on the recording, so that's fun to listen to, sniffling all day. But... (laughs) You guys all seem pretty healthy, so glad to see it. Uh, you guys just had a, a concert on Saturday. It was March. No, it was not March 1st. It was February 29th. 29th the yep. day that shouldn't yep. exist, but does sometimes. <laughs> and uh, so that was great. How did that show go for you guys? It was a, a couple, struggle for me, yeah, for sure. A couple of mistakes, but I think we pulled it off pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I watched from the uh, from the crowd, and I thought you guys did a very strong job. Oh, there was one there was one thing I noticed that was a bummer. With what, I don't think anyone in the crowd possibly noticed that what happened, but I think it was our second song, "The Fade Away." Fade Away yep. got cut short right before the bridge. The whole band stopped, and then it was supposed to go into something else, very quiet, and the whole crowd started cheering, and then the band said all right, we'll take it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You guys, the transition was a little rough. And so I think, uh, we all got confused and
0: we all ended together. You did. And that's the thing. Everyone thought that's a nice little, nice little short song. It was great. Um, but you know, obviously we, we have more to show on that song someday. That's, uh, previous, not previously recorded. So, um, you know, still is a, a mystery to the general populace of your fan base. But uh, let's, let's get into introducing who's here today. Um, let's start with uh, the, the person here on my left.
2: <laughs> um, I'm Kaylee, and I've been playing guitar for, like, I think three years.
0: Three years. Nice. You've accomplished quite a lot in three years. That's awesome. And um, just to give everybody a little background of, you know, everyone knows that Rock Club's a, a music program for all ages of, of student-level musicians. But um, how old are you, Kaylee? 16. 16, awesome. Um, and how long have you been in, in the, the the band that you're in now, or the, the program? I guess it's been, it's all your one and only band you've been in. So um, how long has it been for you? Close to a year? Yeah. About a year? Yeah. A year. Awesome. Well, you guys have definitely come a long way in the last year. Um, it, and then we'll get to... The person who's been in the band the longest, I would say, one of the—I don't know—you've been in so many bands now. You—you could say this band has changed, but really, it's—it's been—it's—it's it's been its own thing for a little while. And um, who do we have here? Yes, uh,
1: I'm Drake. Uh, I've been with the Rock Band director Sean uh, since before Rock Band back in fifth grade. I am in—I am a senior in high school now.
0: Yeah, so that's what. Oh man, seven. A little Eight less years. than seven years. It was seven uh, years, the yeah. summer of fifth grade. Um, <sighs> it's been a long time, man. Watching yeah, you grow sure up has. before my eyes. It's like watching <laughs> my own kid go to college. It's, it's, uh, a whole lot of pride for you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know anything about music before Sean, aside from some piano, but I never got into that very much.
0: Yeah. I remember we did some piano lessons here and there. We played the family feud theme. Oh, yeah. Remember that? That was we had to find those weird little quirky songs you wanted to practice, and that was one of them.
1: Well, that was the most uh, I ever enjoyed piano. So yeah.
0: Well, I, all right. Well, I'll take it. Yeah. And then drums, you know, everyone finds their their forte after a while. Yeah. And for you, it's drums, and that's great. So yeah, and you, you're going to be um, heading off to college pretty soon. Yeah, up in Western Washington University. That's that's awesome. Congratulations on that. That's very exciting. Yeah, I think you have two older sisters who do mm. go and have gone there uh one sister
1: has gone she'll she's down in uh university of oregon for her graduate degree in physics wow. Wow. and then my other sister is up in western currently for
0: psychology yeah so no pressure on you to uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, find something <laughs> equally prestigious for yourself to yeah. pursue <laughs> uh, expectations <laughs> yeah oh man well Best of luck to you. I'm sure we're, we're going to see great things from you in the future. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, we'll get to the last the last person we haven't introduced yet. Why don't you uh, clock that mic down a little bit. There you go. All
3: right, what's up? Uh, I'm Matthew. I'm 13 years old, and I've been in the band for about a year now. Uh, I was taking kazoo lessons, and then I was like, you know what? <laughs> Shh, I want to play the guitar. So, and
0: then... Uh, those kazoo lessons are kind of expensive, man. I'm surprised you could afford it. That's, yeah, those are like hundred bucks a session usually.
3: Yeah, I was I was with this guy for uh, a couple of years, and I I was never really good. I choked on my kazoo a couple of times, and then I finally decided, you know what? Let's play some guitar. So yeah. I was playing for about six months, and then I joined a rock club, and uh, I think I found my home.
0: Oh man, I love hearing that. Well, we we're very happy to have you here. It's been it's been a very fun journey so far watching you turn from a, a, a budding guitarist into a very competent musician who knows how to take the stage, how to write music, how to arrange parts for multiple members of the band. It's been I mean it's been a lot of fun to see you guys uh, open up as a band that doesn't just play covers anymore, but you know, writing you guys just played your first all original set on Saturday with four original tracks. That was really cool. So uh, we're going to listen to one of those songs coming up here, um, the title of which is Moving On, which was, I think, the first original track you guys put together, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's very cool to to have that documented as it is. And I think uh, the the band is almost ready to record their first EP at this point with three others and maybe a couple more. I'm sure we have a couple more tracks coming up. a nice little blend i wish we could get the uh your singer bella and bass player jillian in here today but um we'll have to see them again on, on a future episode it's on you know but of course it gives a little bit more time for us to get to know you guys a little bit and everything so um how's your experience been so far and, and i mean how, where where do you see yourself Coming from and, and going to, I guess I'll ask each of you individually. We'll start with Kaylee again. Um, having done lessons for a while and, you know, now you're in this performance um, program where we, you know, we, we play around quite a bit. You guys just played a show in January, October before that, Battle of the Bands in September before that. And then, I mean, that wasn't you. I think then you guys played at Valley Fest right around there too. Not the Spokane County Fair. That was that was right after the show, the Battle of the Bands. You guys did Valley Fest. So that's how many shows is that? Like one, two, three, four, five, six shows in the last six months. Is that even? Is that possible? that's crazy to think. I mean, I guess since September, however long that's been. Jeez, um, that's a lot of a lot of a lot of get hitting the stage. Do you guys feel like there's? I'll, I'll 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 ask this to Kaylee first. Do you feel like there's um, been a, a big shift in, as far as like how you guys perform on stage?
2: Yeah, I've noticed I feel better at playing on stage after doing it a couple times.
0: For sure. Yeah, I mean, you still get those butterflies before you get on stage. Everyone kind of yeah. has that. I mean, until you've been doing it for, you know, as, I guess as long as it takes to just be as comfortable as you can get. There's always mm-hmm. definitely a rush of adrenaline before you. That's I'm sure that's why a lot of people love playing. It's just it is a rush. Even, even after you've done it for decades, it's, it's still something you just live to uh, to see yourself do. Yeah. Um, and then you you guys are pretty well versed in how we play when we're doing all eleven or twelve or how many bands we have for our big showcases, where you have to share gear with everybody else, share the drums, share the pedals, and those those little things can definitely tweak your performance a little bit. Um, have you had a a, a way? Uh, do you prefer a certain way? I mean, obviously using your own amp and pedal board, um, your really cool handcrafted wood pedal board, by the way, which is like you should. I want to like franchise those things are so beautiful. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, handmade stuff is hard to hard to mass produce. But uh, what do you? I mean, have you have you noticed a big difference between using like the the show gear and then the uh, everyone else's, or then your your own gear at, at at certain shows?
2: Yeah, like I obviously feel more comfortable using my own because I know how it works. And
0: oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's it's uh, yeah, it totally makes sense. But, you know, as mm-hmm. we as we go on, we try to make every band as independent as possible. while Also making, you know, those those small sacrifices to make my job is a little bit easier having not have to change over the back line being the amps and drums and everything between each set. As you can tell, it moves pretty fast when we have try to cram 12 bands into three hours, which never really seems to end on time. Um, how do you do you find a big difference drake and between playing on your own kit and uh the show kit we always bring out uh not too big of a difference mainly the uh
1: like the volume and the tone Mm. of it yeah uh also slightly like placements because i don't know exactly where i like things it's more of a feel but once i'm up there it's like adjust it until it feels right
0: i know that when you have me setting up my kit the way i like it and everyone has to play it that way it's (laughs) yeah i guess it's a a consistency thing too how about you matt we were just talking about gear before the the interview here about everyone's little setup they have at home um how are you feeling about your setup these days
3: um i personally hate my setup (laughs) i didn't get to customize any of it uh i'm still on my first setup actually but uh, I make do with what I have, and I love coming here to use an actual distortion pedal and not have to fiddle with my amp to get a clean sound and a distorted sound. <laughs> so it's it's definitely a lot easier with uh, the gear we have at Rock Club. So honestly, I love uh, coming here to be able to experience actual gear. <laughs>
0: I always loved that, too, when I was, you know, taking lessons on, on drums in my early days of middle school and everything. Just go into someone's house and be able to play a nice kit with nice cymbals. So I still had those trashy ones that, would, you know, dent every time you hit them. And so, you know, just I live just to be able to go down and play there. And I think he used to uh, charge a very nominal fee to come in on like a Saturday and just have studio time just to jam on the set for like five bucks for half an hour. <laughs> Yeah, I remember doing that a few times. Just like, just like wish I could just live down here <laughs> on these nice drums. But yeah, we all get there eventually. And uh, I, I love the be able to teach you guys about you know how to use this stuff and how to shop for the right gear. And it's nice we have relationships with the uh, the local music shops in town to help everyone find what they need. But um, but yeah, I mean I, we always make the joke. Moving on in in the. It practice. All right, we're moving on to this, and everyone groans like, "Oh, come on!" Every time, I, I, I literally say that every day, even when it's not your band. So um, <laughs> as we move on here, <laughs> yet again, um, I'd love to hear a little bit more about. You know, we've talked about the show we just played. We've played a lot of shows lately. Um, coming from a, a background of having played a lot of covers, I mean, let's we could rattle off a few names. I remember playing some Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, what else am I forgetting? Some Wendy's. Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix, that's right. Yeah, Purple Haze.
3: Yeah, we did a uh, all on the Watchtower, like a yeah. Dave Matthews and a Jimi Hendrix mix. Yeah, I think that was that was uh, awesome with uh, the solo and how it changes keys and speeds up. I think it was really cool.
0: Yeah, that was a fun arrangement. I've, no one's ever heard that song played that way before or since. Uh, I would say you guys, I mean, that might be one of those covers you guys keep over the years because I mean, it's, it's a cover that's been covered and covered so many times that no one not, a lot of people don't even know who wrote that song <laughs> he doesn't know who the original writer of that song is all right right? It's Bob Dylan that's right yeah of course you guys are good <laughs> you should know after playing it this long um, yeah someone said they saw the lyrics in the notebook that said uh, All in the Watchtower by Jimi Hendrix and they just like about had a fit
3: <laughs> about how oh he was goodness. being uncredited
0: pr- properly yeah uh, but yeah, it's just a, azlyrics.com. dot You never know what you're going to get up there. So, um, so coming from a place of you know classic rock covers, we've attempted. I, I can't. I know we did a lot of Red Hot Chili Peppers. I think we did like three songs by those guys. I feel like at some point, maybe just a couple. But um, what what other what other stuff have we done with this band before we started writing?
3: Well, we tried to do uh, nothing else matters. Oh, that's right. By Metallica, we didn't really and, that song. Yeah, we never really.
0: Uh, yeah, we kind of pursued it. all the original stuff right around the same time after yep. we had a little break, and and uh, obviously you guys don't have any any regrets about crafting a, an original set. It's pretty exciting to see that. I mean, we always talk about as far as the mini sets go, four songs typically we showcase at each of our shows that Rock Club puts on, but but you know, as as far as playing an actual half hour set, you guys have done that a few times, like at the Pin or. At the Valley Fest stage, or um, I can't think of anywhere else that would have been a longer set for it at the moment. But typically, opening acts or, or festivals like that, you can have they give you a half an hour and say, "All right, here you go, jam and six or seven, seven songs usually covers your time, seven or eight sometimes if your songs are a little shorter." But now we're looking at getting, um, you know, probably trying to get you guys a full set of mostly original stuff. I mean, you guys could be a pretty self sufficient band at that point. I mean, you don't have to have me playing anything in your band. You guys got a full five piece setup with two swapping lead guitars that always play different things together. I think everyone would love you know, we've typically seen Matt play a solo, Kaylee play a solo. It kind of goes back and forth. And you guys are very gracious about sharing the stage in that way together. Um, and not not exactly helming the role of like, oh, I'm rhythm guitar or I'm lead guitar. You guys are both just guitarists in the band. I mean, it's not like no, neither one of you are singing leads so there's no reason to say one of you has to be the rhythm guitarist right yeah I think people would probably love to see a little bit of twin lead going on a little you know if we could learn something like I don't know like, like, you guys know the part in um, Master of Puppets where it goes down that, that's a thing. great harmony da, 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 there's a very soft harmony in there you can you, it's it sounds like one guitar if you know this if you don't know the song or you even listen to it as as inter, in, in, intimately as we have but yeah it's a nice little twin lead part I'd love to hear some of that kind of playing from you guys at some point um, when there's like a melodic thing but you know as we as we move on to, to sorry I'm so sorry uh, I'll try not to do that all day as we move on to uh, writing more material um, I think there's you know that's, that's what I wanted to ask you next is um, what kind of what kind of steps do you want to see the band take next what do you think Kaylee? this is a very broad question but I and mean, what do you hope to accomplish next after we've just finished a, a big phase here of performing your first original set
2: probably more originals
0: more originals yeah um i think we t- mentioned the song fade away earlier not yet recorded song um that'd be we, we always call it kaylee's song because mm-hmm. you came up with all the instrumental parts for it and uh, it took took forever to get lyrics lined up with it. When we did, it just like made that song pop so well. Mm-hmm. It just it's such a great song. Now, um, can't wait to get that one on Spotify someday. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely uh, something to consider as far as like you know how how are you going to contribute yourself? Are you do you th- are you coming up with any any new tunes, any new riffs, or ideas?
2: Not lately.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's been, we've been we've been pushing really hard to yeah. get ready for this show. Um, but yeah, I think it's, there's, there are so many approaches as far as how to come up with a new song idea. It's always easiest to just say, sit down and write something. And then, you know, even if, even just one little part. And then mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of really cool uh, collaboration happen with this group as far as when we all come together. When we're all together at the same time, which doesn't happen as often as you think. We usually, <laughs> it seems like there's always <laughs> one person missing. Um but yeah, I'd love to see some more of that collaborative effort from you guys. But yeah, and Drake, we're, we're we're looking at a time a ticking clock right now as far as how much time we have left with you as you've been accepted into college. Do you have any plans uh, leading up to your departure? Um, just in general. Sure. Yeah,
1: musically, uh, personally, m- musically, anything um, really i don't know college is going to be rough for music because i can't really bring my drum set because of noise yeah. complaints but uh. yeah.
0: so yeah that's you have to be a little more creative about where you're gonna find that outlet Are yeah i want know, to figure out some way to keep up with it yeah exactly there's always a way you know whether there's, oh, a, yeah. whether there's a will there's a way but you know i right, you you're you're undecided on a major uh, electrical what, engineering electrical engineering i did not know that that's that's a great dude yeah um well, that's very cool. And I guess, you know, electrical engineering and a minor in percussion probably doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't know if you've <laughs> looked mean, into No reason not to though. I know, right? I mean, that'd be a really fun uh, a fun time, a good balance for sure. Oh yeah. But, you know, there's there's it's always easy to just even just play in an ensemble. You typically don't have to be majoring in somewhere to just mm-hmm. play. Drums are a hard, you know, position to come by sometimes because there's only one drummer in a band or two, maybe. Um, that swap back and forth, but unlike having yeah, like you know four saxophone players, it's easy to kind of <laughs> fit in with the 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 small group. But yeah, you're gonna be in a good place though, as far as having finding musicians that want to play. You gotta look for those drummer wanted ads, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you got a kit I can come play on, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I
1: have some friends over in Victoria, Canada, which is just a oh, yeah. bit of ways from Bellingham. Yeah, and uh, they're starting a band, and they have a uh, two guitars.
0: Oh really? So nice. Well, so you I might, might have already place. have a lead. That's, yeah. That's cool, dude. Of course, we want to definitely see you know all of our people that come to Rock Club continue to play after they leave. We like to think of it as graduating when you move on to somewhere else and continue to do what you do best. Um, but yeah, well, well, how about you, Matt? What do you think? You got any any uh, goals or ambitions you know pertaining to the band, per- perhaps? Um.
3: I just want as many originals as possible.
0: Yeah, I love hearing that, you guys.
3: Because, as you know, Sean, I am full of riffs in my head. And especially with uh, moving on, I came up with that riff when I was at a, a Rhythm and Blues Festival in July last year. Yeah, right, I remember that. And uh, just the little little chord, and that sprung into a song that we would record. And I didn't even know that with that would be so all the ideas you never know what it could be so
0: i know there's there's a unlimited potential in anything it seems like but when you find something good you know it right you have you been coming up with any new any new riffs or anything for the band i have so many it's ridiculous i know like you said they're always just (laughs) spilling out of your head it's like which one do i pick up try to work with but yeah i yeah i think it'd be fun for us to come up with you know something basic even like a drum beat we've done on some songs and then all of a sudden we have a a song out of that. You know, it's it's possible to write from anything. But um, maybe maybe as far as like genre goes, what do you guys find yourselves fitting in that it's so hard to pin yourself to a a genre, but what do you think, you guys?
3: I think like light
0: rock, maybe. Light rock?
3: Like, I don't know if that's a genre or not, but... Because I don't want to call it like rock because we have a lot of uh, like softer. Yeah, just more. Yeah, I wouldn't rock, call it pop. Like...
0: I wouldn't call it like hard rock, but I wouldn't call it, you know, death metal. But <laughs> I I would, I, you can call it anything alternative. Right? Yeah. Because it's just like alternative to what? You know, what does that term even mean? Do you guys, do you guys know what alternative comes from? No idea. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> no. I think it comes from. I mean, just from my perception of the of where that comes from, is it's typically something that is a, a pop deri- derived sort of thing, but isn't like as pop as what pop would be called nowadays. Like you know, you listen to Imagine Dragons, and you think like, oh well, if you're listening to like really indie stuff, they're they're like as pop as pop can get. But if you're, you know, if you're listening to, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I think feel like Nicki Minaj is almost pop nowadays. Like the, that kind of, so I don't listen to any of this stuff. <laughs> but I, you know, then you go like, oh yeah, that's pretty alternative. Alternative to just it's, it's it means you're just doing it in, in, as opposed to something else, basically, right? Yeah, it's a very broad thing to say. It's like oh, we're just like you know rock culture. alternative rock is it's like its own type of thing, you know.
3: We're just doing our own thing. Yeah, we're indie. doing what Point Blank wants to want wants to do. Yeah, yeah,
0: just, like, yeah, exactly. That's our genre. There's no reason why we can't just throw in some little, uh, you know, gallop chug riffs, dum 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 just on the guitar. Like, hey, it's, it's whatever. It's point blank. Don't worry about it. Yeah. We, we are our own genre, like clowncore. We had a discussion about that the other day. You guys ever heard, heard that before?
3: Clowncore? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like these videos of these two guys playing in a porta-potty with clown masks on. <laughs> It's the funniest thing ever. Just playing like really like thrashy, just chaotic music and then all of a sudden like the guy playing something busts into like a sweet Kenny G style saxophone solo. It's like super mellowed out jazz. And then it's just back to like thrash again. It's it's like that. they are their own genre. There's only one band that calls themselves that as far as I know. So, you know, you can make up anything, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you know, I think you guys you guys are in a pretty good place to have a very wide appeal. And uh, I think that's a good place for us to uh, drop into our, our track, which is entitled Moving On. So I will resist the urge to make a pun on that and say let's take a listen to the point blank number Once one hit on. single. <laughs> I knew someone was going to do it. So here we go. Enjoy. Moving on, by Point Blank, everyone loves it. I like this song for a lot of reasons. One of which is the way it's structured, with the uh, the verses being the the same, sung with the same lyrics every time, like almost as like a chorus. The choruses have different lyrics, like like a verse. It's like this reverse effect. I mean, we talked about this like when we first. Came up with it. We first heard the lyrics. And I remember commenting, go on it that way. But um, you know, another singer's not here to defend herself in any way. Um, what do you guys is there, do? You guys have any any thoughts on you know how this song was put together over the way other songs? Any any co- comments there?
1: Uh, it's definitely non traditionally put together because we have a speed up and slow down at different parts, not yeah, on a continuous it's got tempo, tempo. changes. Yeah.
0: It's that it's that verse which has the same lyrics slower and it's definitely got like this transformational effect doesn't it yeah yeah i don't know anybody else i think
3: uh i'm playing lead on that so that's uh my solo but i have never i don't really uh i'm not a good soloist like i don't uh give
1: yourself some credit
0: I'm not good at it, all right? And. Um, you strive for perfection, so nothing will ever be good enough, right? Yeah, let's just say that. that that's <laughs> definitely I, <laughs> accurate.
3: I, when, I, when we do it live, I actually, I improvise it every time. But, um, yeah, I. It could be better if I put some structure to it, uh, it would be a lot better. You it comes so? out good
0: every time. Yeah. So there's something unique about a solo that's you know always a little different than other ways and as someone who I know you've followed you know guitarists who you've heard you know how the solo goes in the recording when you hear them play alive it it's like always like 10% shifted in some mm-hmm. way but a, a, a solo that's very drastically different every time it definitely has that it might have some sort of a, a disconnecting. Situation when you've heard the recording so many times and you're like waiting for that solo. You can you could sing the notes to like I could sing the notes to that solo because I've heard it so many times. As the producer of this track, <laughs> the guy who hears it more than anybody. Um But you know it it it's who's to say what the right thing is. Mm-hmm. You know I, I, I love the idea of uh, this organic feeling when you you know you get a different solo every time, but it's generally in the same vein you get your own little take on it every time it's that's that's kind of special i think so you play lead on this track matt all Mm. the way through pretty much yeah
3: the the higher parts but yeah yeah right there she's definitely
0: the better lead guitarist (laughs) (laughs) kaylee and you've been playing for a little longer than matt has So, you know, and you've definitely come from a a background of a pretty traditional guitar lesson. So you you've learned you've been forced to learn the theory and the scales (laughs) and stuff like that. And and uh, whereas I think, Matt, when you started playing, you pretty much came right into this band set up like (laughs) right from the get go. Right. Well, when when
3: I first joined um, Max, he was uh, he was in the band.
0: That's right. That's so funny. And you played uh, with him for how long in this band?
3: Uh. it wasn't too long. Yeah, it was really we didn't even do a show. We didn't.
0: Yeah, it was very sure. he he took his leave and went to Aftermath
3: or uh went to Violet, Violet yep. show for a
0: little bit, yeah.
3: But um when I first joined, Max was a lot better than me. And when he <laughs> left, I was kind of bummed cuz I was like, oh, I wanted to jam with him a little more cuz we yeah. both liked the same music. we were yeah. total fanboys of Metallica. But um <laughs> what what, Drake? No,
1: Metallica's just not. Uh, when Max was in the band, he really liked playing Metallica, and it, 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 it's just not what I enjoy playing. You can't keep particular. up with Lars? Oh, okay. but it's not. Anyway, it's not, uh, it's not <laughs> that I can't keep up, which I don't know if I can or not. I haven't necessarily tried in a while. But it's just. I, I'm not a fan of the music. Yeah, music. And it's not styles. a fun style to play for me. That's my
3: favorite style. Anyway,
0: I, I'll <laughs> say on guitar when I, play, when I was playing as well as you guys is younger than you guys. And I, Metallica was the reason I wanted to start playing guitar because I love playing guitar, but hated playing the drums to Metallica. Okay, it was like I tried it because I always played. Dr- I was I was drummer first before I played guitar. So I always want to play along with an entire album as like this. Like you know that was like way I practiced when I was. I would play along with System of the System of a Down and. Like Limp Biscuit and stuff like that, like in the early 2000s, mid 2000s, that was all I was into. All this crazy music, this hardcore stuff, didn't. I never liked playing Metallica. I felt like the drumming was so boring. I just hated it. And um, you know, obviously, you come around to find that you know most people don't consider Lars Ulrich the best drummer of all time, but the guitarist. He's really there.
3: Just be. He's literally just the beat. That's yeah. He's. I mean, that's what a drummer's meant for, but <laughs> oh, way better drummers like Rush and Pantera. Yeah, they got like those are the drummers that influence. Like,
0: <laughs> it's not all, yeah, just more soul in their drumming for sure. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I could talk more all fills all about and stuff, nuances of different drummers. But um yeah, what what were you saying about Max and everything? <laughs>
3: Yeah, uh, I was saying that I wanted to I wanted to jam with Max, but he was so much better than me that I, I I I was still playing like Dave Matthews stuff, and that's all I really knew how to play. And when he left, I was like, oh dang, well better stick with this band. And uh, <laughs> not to be rude, I, like I didn't mean that to be rude, but no, I get what you. Um, mean.
0: your lo- your loyalty, you know, kept you here.
3: Yeah, and. I I really had to get better, and then when I joined uh, this new band with Max, I can tell that wow, I've really grown with this band. I, you guys have made me better mus a better musician. That's like
0: that's it's awesome. I love I love hearing that. Yeah, I mean, after you learn all the songs we've learned and perform all the times you've performed, you've transformed as a person and a and a musician over the last year. And uh, now that you're with Max, he's playing the riffs that you're writing, which has got to have some pretty satisfying uh, results, right? Yep, that is... I was
3: like... But he's obviously going to have to play lead because I do want a solo on that song. And Mm -hmm. every time you're trying to talk and he's doing this little... Going all
0: fast. I know. It's like, got to put that in a song, dude. I know, yeah. Save it for the bridge, man. (laughs) That's so funny. Uh, Well, uh, we didn't ask... Kaylee your your thoughts on this track and how it turned out or I'd love to hear it as, as the person who played rhythm and recorded rhythm parts for the whole song so graciously um, she of course you get plenty of during your set you get plenty of accolades for your solos and everything and you always have but um, I mean how do you feel about holding that seat just for this song
2: uh, yeah fine with it <laughs>
0: <laughs> your egos it's, not screaming at you
2: I think Matt should Definitely solo.
0: <laughs> I mean, it would be I mean, way better fair. if you did it, but
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, Two very I mean, modest people. Do you
0: do you see? Um, I mean, as someone who with a little different different experience on guitar, that's led to different results in the way you play. Um, yeah, any anything in Matt you see as far as you know his potential goes?
2: Yeah, pretty good. Oh, yeah.
0: thanks, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe any suggestions you would give Matt? Now that we're in this kind of uh, different environment than usual,
2: maybe just like come with. Well, I th- I think it's interesting to um, improvise a solo each time, but I definitely like I come up with a solo and I, it's always like the same
3: one. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have those phrases, but it's cool to improvise. Like, uh, like I'm more of a I'm a I'm actually in jazz band, and that's what that's all we do is just improvise. Yeah, like. Our bassist will just set a beat, and uh, that's really all I do. I take the only scale I know, minor pentatonic, and <laughs> just roll with that.
0: Yeah. What's What's a What's one of your biggest tools that helps you, Kaylee, with your just just soloing in general?
2: Um, scales. Like just learning a bunch of scales, and yeah. then. Um,
0: what kind of scales do you think are the most helpful?
2: Obviously, the <laughs> pentatonic. Nope. Yeah.
3: And just the, the single scale the or the single string scale, like you just go on the high E string, just do little hammer ons and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it actually works for a lot of solos that I've done.
0: Yeah, when you uh, when you walk a string with and you see the intervals on a string, like if you just take you know the open E to the twelfth fret, the whole octave, and you actually play the whole scale, it's not as convenient that way because it shift positions three times to be able to do it. But it does, it's one of those things that just kind of interactively teaches you where your whole and half steps go, right? Mm-hmm. And just in, in a in a linear fashion. I always could appreciate that. I felt like I was playing a piano because you can't obviously, like, have this three-dimensional situation on a piano like you do on a guitar. Um, but would you say, Kaylee, because um, I've always wanted to ask you more questions about your background since, you know, we just kind of jumped into the band from the get-go. Yeah. It's... You know, and you're, you're, you're not, you're not as, uh, interjecting as everyone all the time with, with all their microphones we have in the studio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you definitely come across as a, a nice and reserved person, but you play, you know, you speak with your instrument as far as I'm concerned.
2: it's yeah. uh, <laughs> <That's> my voice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's poetic. Um, what do you think about, I mean, different chord shapes, like scales you said are important. Um, identifying where certain keys are maybe that's is that equally important would you say too yes yeah yeah any other tips you give you know any guitarist listening out there there's definitely going to be some at some point in time you know 2020 and beyond there'll be some some young guitar students listening to this podcast going Mm -hmm. like oh yeah i used to love point blank man i saw those guys in sydney last year (laughs) i just can't believe i have this like (laughs) podcast that exists back when they were all still in high school can you believe it but um I mean, what do you, any advice you give people out there as far as what, uh, you know, how to, how to, how to jam Um, properly?
2: Listen to all kinds of music. Well, guitar stuff like Jimi Hendrix, like blues and stuff that, yeah, a lot of guitar stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, listen to everything. What do you have any major influences that you would say helped you over the years?
2: Jimi Hendrix. The
0: big one for you. Yeah. Anybody else? (laughs) Sticks. Oh yeah, we did play Renegade, that was yeah. a song we played that was a Battle of the Band song I loved it when you guys played the the harmony vocal parts in the beginning of that on guitar when Bella singing. that was you know, I always wanted to see you guys sing it instead of course <laughs> 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 nothing oh, cooler than three part vocal harmony but I'll take those guitar parts any day mm-hmm. I remember back in the day, back before Rock Club even existed, I think back when I was probably giving Drake lessons in his mom's basement on drums still um, we had a like a recital for all my students and there was a, I don't know if you were there. Maybe you were at a Steinway piano gallery and I was giving yep. all these kids different lessons and we had a whole band come together and play Bohemian Rhapsody instrumentally. And the four vocal parts were covered by three guitarists and a ba- a bass player actually did like some of the harmonies and then played the bass on the heavier parts. And then someone played piano, uh, Rachel, you remember Rachel? I do. Yeah. Rachel Kempf, I believe. Yeah, that's yep. right. She was a longtime student of mine too. And she was awesome. Um, could you know hard to find a piano player to pull off a that's like that's what you need on behind I mean, rhapsody is just someone who can play all those piano parts but that was really cool and it still like had this huge impact just a bunch of little, you know random kids playing that never practiced together on their own because we just did individual stuff it was no band that's for me that was one of those moments to look at this and go i have to get these people playing together more often like i have to get this program going yeah so it had
1: been the first time i had ever seen any of the other people I know. And within I... like three minutes, we were playing songs together. Yeah. Were you on that band? Yeah. On not 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 on that band.
0: Yeah, I, I can't remember who the drummer was on that. I don't even remember. But yeah, do you remember back what you would have played back then? Another one bites the dust. Oh really? Yeah. That's awesome, <laughs> dude. Yeah. We got. I know I have photos of you in, in, as a little kid playing uh, playing drums at Pavilion Park in Liberty Lake.
1: <laughs> yeah, back then I always wanted to play solo and have like a yeah, drum drum
0: solo that's all we knew you know that's like a all three we could minute do, drum right?
1: solo and that's what i was hoping yeah, for that's
0: what it always started as okay guitars come up this is this is her and she's gonna play a solo and here we go there's a drummer playing a solo <laughs> it's just <laughs> if it's where that's the yeah. safest thing at ever recital to do yeah. if you don't have a ensemble practice that's where just to see what's happened in the last five years alone it's it's absolutely breathtaking for me to see yeah. you guys just becoming fully functioning musicians it's really exciting
1: yeah, back then I did not want to be part of a band or coordinate with other people at all. I remember asking you, hey, can I just keep going solo? And you're like, that's a strange request. Most people want to I know, not yeah. be put on the spot, but now it's completely different.
0: I <laughs> I want the band. <laughs> now you're like, "Enough drum solo, no. Drums are in the no back. That's, that's a good I thing. I want to hide back here where it's safe. Yeah. Uh, well, we're going to wrap it up here. You guys, it's been fully, really fun talking today and get, getting to know everybody. Um, any parting words for your adoring fans? We love our fans, yeah, of course. We'd be nothing without our fans, right? <laughs> <laughs> Matt Matthew. Sorry, I was called, I've called you Matt for a year yeah, now. You should be sorry, Sean. Out oh my gosh, this is so <laughs> offensive! Coming at you. Thank a god, Jillian.
3: Jillian. Okay, I posted a picture to Instagram and Jillian said. Oh, I saw you guys taking that picture. I was taking it with Max. And she's like, I saw you guys taking that picture. You guys are such losers. And I was like, I saw it as right. well, but I thought it was good friendship, not losers.
0: <laughs> she's just jealous. She didn't get a selfie.
3: Max is like my best friend. All right. Like <laughs> psh, music like is like a bond that will never be broken.
0: Uh, yeah, it's great. You guys are, I love that you guys are close and that this has brought You closer. And, uh, you know, I would have loved to have you and Jillian down here fighting like an old married <laughs> couple like you do a practice. That'll be entertaining. That's my favorite thing. So next. Yeah, next episode. That's a good teaser for next episode that we'll have you guys on someday when everyone's here. I'll just surprise. When everyone's here, when all five of you are here, I'll say, all right, go downstairs. Let's, the let's do
3: undisputed this. Jillian and Matthew.
0: Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, nice UFC match over here. <laughs> uh, big personalities will clash. For sure. Kaylee, any any parting words for anybody? Any last-minute thoughts on where you see yourself going with the band in the future?
2: (laughs) I don't know. Just um, I want to keep doing it for as long as possible.
0: (laughs) I think we can all agree that we'd love to see more of that for sure. Mm -hmm. So I guess stay tuned for more from Point Blank. And uh, come out to our next show, which has not been announced yet, but will be on <laughs> May 9th, actually. The date was just secured today, so here's a little... By the time this comes out, it'll be announced for sure. So um, coming up in just a just a short little while for another time with Point Blank and the rest of the Rock Club program. Thanks so much for joining us today. We'll be back for another great episode next time. Thanks a lot, you guys. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you.